Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Same Cast, Different Day Podcast. I just, I just, I just messed myself up a little bit. Oh my goodness! <laughs> no, because I'm looking at it on the laptop also, and it's like delayed on the laptop. So it was like out at the. I was waiting for the icon at the bottom of the W that we were unmuted to start talking. So on the actual laptop, it was saying we were still. Oh no! On my phone, it said we were still muted, but on my laptop, it said we wasn't. So I didn't know what was going on. But welcome to the show, everybody. How's everybody doing? Oh hey y'all! I'm trying to be as preppy as I can possible, considering how I feel right now. Hmm. For y'all. Mm. And if you haven't already, uh, we were supposed to do it tonight, but um, yeah, I'm not in the, I'm not in the, in the mood to do that. So, mm. but so Thursday, I don't know, I don't know, maybe I could, maybe I should just switch it to like on my weekends off from work. Maybe we do this part of uh, do film the after set. I don't know, but maybe this Thursday after the podcast, you know, we'll film the first episode <laughs> of the after set. So if you want to know what's going on on there, you know, all the details of our lives that we don't talk about on here, you know, the the the, the dirty stuff, you know, the the off the wall unscripted, uh, you know, this show is unscripted. But y'all know what I'm trying to say here, the unfiltered mess that goes on in our lives. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to our subscription service of the podcast. It's only five dollars a month. So y'all get that exclusive act. Uh, access to them episodes before I have to start doing OnlyFans feet uh videos on my feet and stuff. So make sure y'all <laughs> Ooh, child. Y'all don't want that. Make sure y'all help, help us out help well help me out here because I am poor as hell. Plane tickets are still too damn high. Uh I'm I was supposed to be going to the Kalahari in May, June, something I was gonna ask Tina but I think the boys is gonna be in school and she's gonna have to work. So Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when school ends now nowadays. So yeah. And uh daylight savings has thrown me off so much. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be woke or sleep no more. I agree. Same. Uh, I'm not used to it being dark when I go to work now. I'm not used to it being daylight when I get off. That too. I don't know what to do with my life. Most of, well, it'd be daylight when I leave work, but it'd be like the sun already be setting when I'm leaving work, kind of. So, like, by the time I get home and get settled in, it'd be dark mm. already. So, or if I'm out doing stuff and I'm out and about, you know, taking care of business and stuff, by the time I'm done, yeah, I'm, um, it's dark outside already. Mm. Mm -hmm. To start off today's show, um, Rapper little I first say little twitch lower my brain is farting already. <laughs> Costa Twitch Titch. Costa, Costa Titch. Oh Lord. Costa Titch uh passed away at the age of twenty-eight after collapsing on stage. They don't have uh uh he was performing at a festival in Johannesburg, which is in South Africa. Uh they don't know exactly what the cause was. If you're not familiar with him, here's a picture of him right here. If it, if it, if, if, oh, oh, okay. If it popped up on, oh, God. <laughs> this is so delayed for me. Okay. Me I know I'm going to this screen now. So that's a picture of him right through. He was falling. Lord have mercy. Sorry, that's my inner hoe kicking in. I'm so sorry. That's my <laughs> inner hoe. But that's the picture of him right there. He was 28 years old. We will keep you guys posted if there's any news on his cause of death. Um, 
Speaking of celebrity deaths, one thing I did forget to talk about last week on top of another one thing that just popped in my head, Tina, I'm sorry. Uh, Aaron Carter, mother, released pictures of the crime scene from when her son died. And she feels she's uh, the reason why she did this is because she felt like uh, the police are not investigating her son. Death. Like they keep investigating it as a drug overdose. She was like, my son did not like intend to do these drugs and kill himself. She was like, seemed like she felt like he was set up. Um, so she released the photos of the crime scene, basic of how the place they didn't clean up the crime scene at all. They uh, when they finally did release the house over to her, they left the water in the bathtub that his body was sitting in that he was found in, along with the clothes that he was wearing. So they didn't take any of the clothes. They didn't take none of the belongings from the bathroom. They just they didn't invent. They didn't do any type of forensics. They didn't test for nothing to see if they didn't do any. They just literally left the house the way it was and just took his body out and left. It's just oh, it's a drug overdose. So she's releasing these pictures because she feel like that his death was his death investigation was being mishandled. And she feels that her son, I know he does has a history with drugs, drug use and stuff like that. She felt like he didn't kill himself. Like this is something he did. He just like, oh, I'm just going to decide to kill myself. So I feel for her. And uh, another person had responded to this saying, well, you know, the police were technically whoever came in for the crime scene, like the crime, uh, like the lab team, whatever they did come in, came in. They should have drained the water and stuff out as a respect to the family. As far as the actual cleanup goes of the of the bathroom and stuff, like actual like clean, clean. Um, the family was supposed to hire somebody to come in and do that. But my whole thing is, OK, I get it that you guys wasn't you guys weren't going to like clean the bathroom or whatever to perfection that's fine but at least get rid of the clothes and drain out the water that his body was setting so if it was two three weeks or however long it was a few days later after they finally let the mom in can you imagine walking in and sitting in the bath water that your son drowned in and still sitting in the tub yeah that is very um distasteful i feel like now i will say this um where is the rest of the family? Because I feel like somebody should have um, become, had taken um, ownership in that. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, she's lost a child, you know, mm -hmm. and somebody should have saw to it that when she came back home, that stuff was taken care of. Right. Well, you know, um, right at like a week or two after his death, uh, Nick Carter was being he he has he's being sued for you know um, is it rape? I don't know. What I don't know. I don't even know exactly what the charge it, it was. Rape or something like that. It was something about he had he had sex this girl who was a, apparently uh, uh had some type of disability. He had sex. She she he basically forced her to have sex with him. Some mess like that. So that was like two weeks after his death. So I get that he didn't want to deal with like my brother just died now being sued for rape and all this other kind of shit. I get it. He didn't want nothing to deal with it. I don't know if they had any of the siblings outside of just Aaron and Nick. Um, the father, I don't know where he's at either. But like you said, like you said, somebody in that family should have stepped in and made sure that the mom didn't walk into walk into that. Yeah, I feel like the family has enough money, and I believe if I can remember correctly. 
the original story said that one of the um was it the maid or who was it that went to knock on the door? It was the was it the maid? It was somebody. It might have even been a girlfriend. I don't his girlfriend at the time. I have no idea who discovered him. It might have been a maid though. I remember somebody had came to the door, knocked on it, he didn't respond and came back, or they were persistent about it, and then that's when they discovered him or something to that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. But I hope I hope that Aaron Carter I say Aaron Carter. Yes, Aaron Carter. Mom gets some type of peace and justice in in, in this matter and and it's just crazy. I I believe she might end up hiring a private investigator to like look into this, but if it find out uh, come out come out that the police did mishandle this, somebody gonna get it. <laughs> That's all I'm mm, mm. So you guys don't know this was a big, big story with the Mexican cartels uh killing the uh was it two Americans or three? Uh, two got killed, but I think it was four that went down there. Okay, so it was a group of friends. I think the women were going to get some plastic surgery done. Uh, they said it's a mistaken identity, and they kidnapped these people and basically off them. And the Mexican Mexican cartel did the uh, uh Mexican cartel HR department did its own investigation and found out the people who was responsible for it and uh left a note. Left the city, you know, gave the people, turned the people over to the police with a note or whatever. It said that the McCartney, the Mexican cartel, had nothing to do with this. First thing first. Well, they apologized. Yeah, they apologized. Yeah. So, but first thing first, that Mexican HR department, they worked real fast to find out who was behind that. I wish when I file a complaint against the company that they work as hard as the Mexican cartel HR department did to find out who's responsible for it. How come our own damn government can't find out who's responsible for something that fast? It takes them to it took them took them 18 years to find out Obama. Uh, not sorry, I said Obama. Osama bin Laden uh, was responsible for 9-11 and all this other kind of stuff. I'm just saying it takes it takes our government a long time to find out some stuff. I'm just saying. But anyway. I forgot where I was going. <laughs> I, started, I went on a rant and forgot everybody. <laughs> no joke. So, so, so that's very unfortunate, right? So it was two men that were killed because of mistaken identity. You know, I'm really curious as to how or who they were mistaken for. Talking about they were, were African American. I, I said, black people, we we don't. They know we know better. We're not going to smuggle no cocaine and heroin and stuff like that across the border. Because to be honest, black people driving across the border coming from Mexico, we getting stopped automatically. So why would you think that black the black people is smuggling? I have no idea. Um, I didn't even know they thought drugs were involved. I know I was reading one article where they thought. One of the men, something along the lines where somebody had a conversation within the group and one of the people were going to go help out a friend. I don't even know what that means. Mm. Um, I do know the area that they were in um, is a high traffic area for cosmetic and plastic procedures. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's literally on the other side of the border from Texas and Mexico, I believe. Um 
So it's really interesting kind of how all of that went down. I would assume, you know, you think black people in Mexico, how were they mistaken for somebody else? It's just because mm-hmm. the area that they were in do see larger groups of diverse groups of people because of that um, cosmetic surgery culture that comes there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah, that's just that. And then a lot of people, everybody know I'm going on a cruise at the end of the year. I hope you ain't going to Mexico. Like, don't go to Mexico. I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to Mexico City. This is where this happened at. I'm not going into the heart of Mexico City. You know, I'm going to tourist destinations. Like, they're not going. The cartel is not that dumb to go in tourist destination areas and just start kidnapping random American people. I mean, because you know, at the there was a lot of stuff going on in Cancun uh, quite a few times. I mean, yeah, but after, but when you think about it though, it's only so many Americans you could kidnap before the U.S. Army is coming in there shooting up some stuff. I'm just saying, they know their limits. Yes, they do, but at the same time, um, I don't. And think I don't feel like that was the cartel that was like killing. They were really being, they were being drugged and then killed. So I don't think that's like the cartel style of taking somebody out. Like we just gonna drug them and like and then make it look like an overdose. Like that don't seem like the cartel style. That just seemed like a normal local style, if you know what I mean. Well, you know, cartel now, they 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 believe in fast deaths. Yeah, unless they feel like you got some information they need. Exactly. I mean, what do what a normal tourist gonna have some information on? They didn't. I don't think they thought they were normal tourists. I'm, I'm just saying in general when they were drugging the people. Oh, I think the people that were coming up missing and stuff like that, they probably were trying to put them into um, like trafficking and stuff like That's that. That's what I'm saying. Like it had to be, you know, something else besides. You know, drugs and stuff like that is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to like, like oh, they don't want to be sex trafficked. Okay, we're going to make it look like a slow, painful death. I can see that. But, you know, you know, I can see them being a part of that. But when it comes to like, how they was, the other people was killed, like, oh, no, that was straight cartel. But I'm just saying, you know, I just feel, I feel like, so, like, if you go to, like, Cozumel, Mexico, and all the, and other kind of places where cruise ships go, yeah, you, I, I, to me personally, I felt safe when I went. So, and they were very, and they're very nice and made good liquor. Oh my goodness! That's how they get you? I know, right? And my dumb ass fell for it. But anyway, and the thing about it is, the liquor was free too. <laughs> but that's how they got me. I remember that it was windy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was windy. It was windy that day. You called me. Yeah, it for was shenanigans. Windy. Oh. We gotta be drinking sometimes, you know. Uh, I'm drinking right now. Oh, I should have had me a drink. So, speaking of our U.S. government, so there was a bank that uh, uh, I don't have how to put it. So this 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 was this bank, which is was known for, I think it's called a uh, Silicon Valley Bank. And they were known for helping, like, so they had people who had, like, large amounts of money because they were known for helping people with, you know, startups for companies and stuff like the businesses. So, 
I guess to get shareholders in or to just to draw money or whatever how they was doing it. So basically they were buying bonds or had bonds at a 1.5%, you know, increase rate, which is somebody who banks at Chase or something like that. There's like 5% or something like that. So basically this company had very low imp- uh, uh, interest on um, interest rates. So what they did was, so what ended up, something ended up happening and Basically, they sold these bonds only had like one point five percent interest to somebody else. I think they had five percent interest. So basically, they lost you know millions of dollars basically, and that caused uh, uh, people to go into a panic who had money there. So there were people withdrawing all their money out and all these other kind of things. And when people start to do that, it caused all the other financial financial institutions to start you know. Lose the money and stuff like that. So it was a second bank also. So over the weekend, uh, Congress had to have this whole emergency meeting. Like, how do we fix this thing? Because they were not going to do another bank bailout. So they have this thing called, I believe it's FDC, that all these banks pay into. And that's what their money came from to help these banks, you know, kind of offset that money that they were losing. To cost so we don't have another, uh, a bank financial collapse or whatever. Um. They said one of the well, one of the reasons why this, this was happening was they said because you know there were certain policies that was put into place during the Obama administration so that things like this wouldn't happen. And and and, and like you said, some of these other banks who are not large institutions or smaller banks, they're community banks, they're supposed to pay into it. Mm-hmm. Um Trump, when he got in office, he decides to get rid of it. Like there's no use for it. So now we have these people who are mismanaging money and doing all these other things, kind of things. And then they were they was wondering like the people who are in charge did when did they see this coming and when they know what was coming, what did they do to try to fix it and try to prevent this from happening? So there's this whole entire investigation going on. The Republicans think that the bank system collapsing is because of the woke movement. I mean, it's a lot of people that don't want to put their money into banks. No, no. they said because the woke, the woke people, the, the reason why the bank system is failing because the woke people are uh, pushing for too much diversity. That's why the banking system is failing. Diversity? How? Uh, they pushing for too much. Um, you know, uh, how can I say, hiring black workers and Mexican workers and helping, you know, minorities get loans and all this kind of stuff. They were putting so much effort and time into that. And then that's that's why the banking system failed. That's the, they also stated, some of them are saying, the reason why, you know, the railroad, tra- these trains have been derailing because of the woke people, because they're spending so much time diversifying, you know, having diversified workers and all these other kind of things. That the uh, that's the reason why the train collapsed because they would just hire, you know, people to just come in and do the job, no matter what the race was or or a certain race of people to come in and do the job and do the repairs or whatever needs to be done. That uh, the railroads wouldn't derail, the trains wouldn't derail. So they're yeah. trying to say diversity is the reason why these things are happening in the world because they're too focused on diversity instead of just hiring people to do the jobs. That's a crock of shit. You somebody should just be <laughs> hired if they are qualified. Yes, it has nothing to do with your gender or skin color. 
has nothing to do with that. If you can do the job, you can just do the job. Exactly. Like, who, That's about, who granddaddy to, came up with that explanation? It, it, it's so many re people on the Republican side who really think that this whole woke culture is the reason why the banking system is failing and all these other things is happening. I'm like, to the me... Banker, the banking system is failing probably because people are not taking out as many loans as they did before, like car loans, home loans, things of that matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as like interest rates on certain things, they had dropped because of COVID. Like, I feel like it was more a pandemic related so, issue. That's another thing they were saying that because due to low interest rates during 20, I think 2021, is 2020-2021 is another reason why the banking system failed. I'm like, well, guess who makes the interest rates for the banks? It's the federal government. Who, who, Who's part of the federal government? The oh. large majority of the federal government is not my minorities. Exactly. So what are we talking about here? They, they, they just refuse to blame themselves for the reason why the banking system is failing. And if this banking system continue to fail, then we're going to see a repeat of what happened when, uh, what was it, when Bush was in office. And we and we have we're gonna be what in a double reception? Or re, that's a reception, Lord have mercy. <laughs> reception, because I mean, I mean, just make make it make sense. It's like we're in another. It's like we already and they keep saying we're not in a recession right now, but we are. Like, look at the price of food, the price of gas, the price of living, and like everything is so expensive right now. And but yeah, they want to keep yelling that everything is fine. We're not in a recession and all this other kind of stuff. Oh, uh, you you know, people don't need this and people don't need that. They're just like when they um when they were saying like the Ukraine, the U.S. being involved in the Ukraine war was the waste of money. But at the same time, you Republicans are the ones who said, okay, give them the money. You guys were, it wasn't just Democrats, it was Republicans also that was buying them guns and buying them tanks and war machines. You're still building them tanks and war machines and on top of giving them money. You guys did all that. Like one tank is like a million and some dollars. Well, you know why they doing that? They they get something out of it. Because you know, has a, a, a very large supply of oil. There you go. That's all it is. Man, that's and that's all it is. It is. It was like, at one, I'm like, at what point do y'all just really point the finger at y'all selves? Like, yeah, we fucked up the last couple of years. It is what it is. Maybe they made a deal and say, hey, we give you this, you know, like a, a bartering system. We give you these uh, weapons of mass destruction if you give us some of your oil. But then on top of that, though, we have, was it North Korea or something like that? And Russia partnering up together, shooting missiles at the U.S. So now we're on the verge of a world war. Well, I will say, and this is <laughs> just my opinion, I mean, Russia has always been known to be a little flamboyant with their conflicts, choices of conflict. Mm -hmm. um, South Korea, I'm not really too sure about them, you know. But Russia, I, Russia is staying true to themselves. I mean, I, I can't say nobody didn't see that coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in my head, because of what Trump released a statement on, because he's running for president in 2024. Mm. Um, so here's the thing. I feel Me like too. Russia, 
This. <laughs> I mean, at this point, right? She's for president. I feel like Russia invading Ukraine was Trump idea. I feel like it was Trump's idea since he didn't get re- like, reelected to cause chaos. Like I said, he had all those government secrets at his house. Who's to say that he didn't release all them government, get all them government secrets to Russia? Could be. So, and then on top of that, or so then on top, of, I feel like Trump is creating all this chaos to make Biden look so incompetent. So that he can get not really reelected as president. And according to Trump, and this is what really made me think that Trump has something to do with this war or creating this war. <clears throat> he he said at one of his interviews or whatever they call them thing, they go out and do rallies and stuff. Uh he said when I, if I was to get a re- reelected to his office within a, a few hours, the, the, the war in Russia and Ukraine would be over. Yeah, but it would cost that. But at what cost, though? Like, you got to give something to get something. So what is he giving them? Because he started it. He like, okay, you help me one, you can back out. I mean, yes and no. So now you got a lot of people invested in this war and lives have been lost. Mm-hmm. So you can have somebody say, okay, the war is ended, but that don't mean that the people are going to stop fighting. True. You know, look at how long the Vietnam conflict went on. They never said it was a war. True. So it it really depends. Like he can say that, but in all reality, because we're not over there in the day to day, we really don't know what's going on. We only know what's going on based off of um, the media, right? News. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're connected to somebody that's over there, then maybe or maybe not, they might tell you what's going on, but then they probably bound by NDA, a non-disclosure. You know, certain things are classified. So it's all a matter. It's so many, it's so many players in this game, you know, mm-hmm. and then you have your um, secretary of defense. A lot of times their job is to advise the president on, matters of war right so mm-hmm. i don't even know who the secretary of defense was at that time or now i believe all of them were replaced or something like that because they quit i don't know the cat the whole cabinet was like wiped out pretty much wasn't they during trump yeah they they was quitting left and right yeah so i mean then why is there a mass exodus too like what was going on so it's a lot of hidden things behind that and i mean honestly the president can say we're going to do this, but then you got the House and the Senate that says, no, you're not. It's a system of checks and balances. You know? That, um, don't, that don't exist no more. So, well, it's supposed to, right? But it's if it don't, to, but, it but it, I mean, it just, it. so that comes back to people that need to be the woke generation. So what y'all going to do? You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I look at it as, I mean, the American government it's a it's a great idea, but it's ran poorly, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I really don't. <laughs> what they say about people putting people on the banks and on the railroad systems—they just put people in there. Yeah, with they, a lack of qualifications. You did just just put the people in there. Don't worry about their race. If you just to me, it's like they were saying. 
if if y'all would have hired all white people to work in these positions, this wouldn't have happened. Well, it's a whole lot of things happening where it's a an abundance of um, not minorities, <laughs> the majority <laughs> going on. It's a whole lot of shenanigans happening. So I feel like um, idiocy is abundant no matter what the race. So I mean. It just it just is it what it is. Work ethic ain't the same. Loyalty is to your country is not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Hell, I don't know. I think they tried to get him for treason, but it didn't stick or something like that, you know. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of hidden agendas going on. We don't know what those um, promises were made behind doors and those deals, those you know things that were signed. You know, where all the little people that were noticing things kind of trickling down and it's probably been in play for quite possibly before he even got into office and usually um it's been a lot of times where the american government has been known to put somebody like somebody as president hold that on one second i just thought about something wasn't trump subpoenaed subpoenaed to court and never went to court because he was facing treason I know there was a tech innovation going on after the whole um something happened that where when they when they when the FBI oh I don't hit this damn button after the FBI had uh did took all that stuff out to his house and all that other kind of stuff, there was a hearing going on, and they had all these people testifying, and there's the, uh, the people who were working for Trump and in the cabinet were saying, Yeah, he was on some bogus shit pretty much. Um, I remember him being subpoenaed to court. I remember a subpoena some subpoenas going out. Some some penises was going out, and um, <laughs> I remember them going out. I just thought about how this man on the road rallying for president, but he ain't show up for court. Like, why this man ain't been arrested? There you go. That's why I be talking about that that type of stuff right there. That's oh, exactly they know where I'm he at. So it's like, of course we know where he at. Why ain't he been arrested? I know he was charged with was it bank fraud or tax fraud or something tax fraud? He yeah, he was he was charged with the whole tax stuff because he did not pay no taxes at all in like last couple of years. Are we surprised? Hell, no. me, hell, me, you both pay more taxes than him. Are we surprised? No, not really. Exactly. Rich people don't believe the rich people don't have to pay taxes. Only the poor and, and the middle class people do. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a lot. It's a lot of moving parts, like I said, in this game. A game that I would never get into. I'm good. I would never be in politics, ever. Never. Never. Ever. I'll be blowing my whistle so hard. Y'all come find me um, nailed to the cross in my front yard. (laughs) (laughs) The government would never not be corrupt. (laughs) Never. that the government is so corrupt the way it is. Speaking of government again, uh, in Alaska, they passed the bill. But first, they introduced this bill. They talked about the bill on a Twitter account that only had 46 followers. So that way, nobody knew about it. So they made it seem like they put it out in the public for everybody, for people to know about it. But they didn't really put it on there. Uh, so they passed this bill to allow... Uh, so it was a bill at first that was put into place to protect the LGBTQ community from discrimination. And then now Alaska just passed a bill saying it's okay to discriminate again. 
What? Yes and no. So. <laughs> hey, that's how it looks. <laughs> so basically, the problem is, is they're saying that the um, the verbiage is not there stating that um, it's not a protected class outside of employment. That's what it said. They're saying that is what's in within the federal law. It's not a protected class outside of the um, at the local level, right? They said in the fed, it said it's in the federal government. So the state is not going to uphold it because it's not a federal law. Mm. That was their that was their out right there. Right. Uh, right. That's the loophole. Um. Excuse. Uh. Uh. LGBTQ members of Alaska. Can y'all let us know how life is over there for y'all? Is, is y'all okay over there? Because we're not okay down here if you if you haven't got the worry yet about what's been going down here in the lower states area, you know, over here in the normal part of the country. Uh, let us know if y'all okay. Uh, well, let us know what's going on with y'all, what y'all think is going on over there with these bills. So just, just let us know. You know, come talk to us, you know. Cause they passing all these laws and bills and stuff. Now it's gonna make you know that the LGBTQ community is like they try to make them go back in closets and disappear all over again. So I'm really surprised, unless I just been living under a rock somewhere. I haven't really seen any protesting in the streets for this. So there was this one congresswoman in Kentucky. She has she beheld rallies. So they. People have held rallies. You know, they were holding the rallies for, um, you know, the whole trans thing where they were trying to ban trans kids from getting the medications and stuff. So there's been rallies and stuff, but then, like I said, it's mostly these laws are being passed in the Republican states. Like, like Florida already got the don't say gay bill. And because, and then Florida, I mean, then the governor, you know, he took away, uh, you know, Disney World's, you know, tax whatever incentives that they have so now they gotta pay taxes like in florida like any other corporation does now which is gonna cost disney a lot of money but um because they stood up for the community they said like no we're gonna we're we're we would they they would they stood up for diversity and they stood up for the lgbtq community like they were mad because like i said they were mad because they hired they hired the black girl to play the little mermaid girl so they were still mad about that um so when when this whole thing, you first know, of all, first of all, look, I got a rant. First of all, hypothetically, mermaids don't even exist. So how are you gonna be mad about a fictional being being a different color? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. It's yeah. a fictional character. It can be whatever it want to be. Right. I digress. <laughs> Um. So yeah, with that being with, with Disney, on top of that day, so you know Disney when it came to like their water and stuff like that, they were cleaning their own water. They had their own you no know, like water treatment system, whatever thing. There was so self sustained. Yeah, so they was like their own little sustained city. So mm -hmm. now with this being said, Disney with them doing that to Disney, Disney is no longer required to do any of that stuff that they were doing. Disney or uh, uh, Disney was picking up the tax bill for some of like the that area. So like now homeowners are going to have to pick up the bill for Disney on their property taxes now for Disney World and all these other kind of things. So now you're costing your own citizens more money. And then um, 
majority of the state of Florida is employed by Disney. So if Disney was to say, you know what, we're shutting down, we're packing up and leaving, majority of the jobs in your city is going like Disneyland employs over a million people or something like that they were saying. I they have, have a lot of employees. Disney. I have family that work at Disney. Yeah, so they have a lot of employees. So if Disney was to decide to shut down and move out of Florida, a big I mean, that was like, besides people going to Miami, what else do people go to Florida for? They go to, for Disney World. Retirement. So usually that's where a lot of people go to retirement. Retire. Yeah, but now with Disney, with Disney being gone, and like, so I'm talking about for like travelers, for like like tourists, like a lot of your money comes from tourists. So mm-hmm. if, if Disney is not there, what money do you have coming into your state, really? Because majority of your, your money from tourists is either coming from people going to South Beach and Disney. And so, if Disney is not there, what where what else do you have left? It's a bunch of stupid. Oh, but they got uh, Universal Studios. I think is there too. But so what? I don't know who. Yeah, <laughs> everybody prefer the Universal Studios in California over over the one in Florida anyway. So, but anyway, like I was saying, so it's like it's a huge chunk of that of that economy that's going to be gone if Disney chooses to pack up and leave. Like you know, we're packing up Disney World and leaving. Yeah. Well, sounds so, like somebody put their foot in their mouth, didn't he? Yeah. And then this, this man has the nerves to be trying to run for president on top of that. Oh, my God. And then didn't know that then it's a Florida law that if you run for president, you have to step down as governor. Yep. So it's like it's just so much stuff going on. Like it's like it's, it's so many hate bills that's been introduced. I can't understand. Last year wasn't even like this year alone, and we only went three months into this year, and there's been so many hate bills put forward. Like, why is we dealing with so much hate in 2023? I feel like Trump, like the world was fine, like the the country was fine until Trump got in office. I feel like they're they're gearing up for another Republican to take um, the presidency. That's what it sounds like to me. I feel like we're gearing up for another civil war. Well, I won't really say a civil war. I would say uh, unrest because uh, these woke people ain't going to join nobody's nothing, are they? I mean, it's just going to be a bunch of rebels. I mean, true. I feel like I I just got this feeling that something is coming. I don't know what it is, but I just have a feeling that something is coming. Yeah. We're not even into the warm months yet here. For our part of the region. So I'm really, you know, aching to see, like, once everybody get to going, coming outside and partaking and trying to partake in some of these things and they noticing the changes because they may not notice it or see how it's going to affect them just yet. Right. Mm -hmm. So once they start feeling the effects, I feel like that's when people will start clamoring, you know, together and say, hey, what the hell y'all doing? I didn't know that was going on, you know. So it's just really, um, it's disgusting to me, just really, because I feel like, like, what is the need? Like, what is the why behind it? You know, and it's like nobody can really give us the why behind a lot of what 
a lot of these bills are put forth because they're saying it's not part of their beliefs, but a part of who beliefs that their beliefs, the person who wrote the wrote the bills or these writing these mm -hmm. bills are saying, well, it's not part. I don't believe in this. It's not part of my beliefs, mm -hmm. but. Like you said, like but like that I said on the last episode that 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 uh Republican guy said, Well, how is it for right for you to put your beliefs onto somebody and but yet you telling somebody else that their beliefs is wrong and they shouldn't push their agenda when they're not really pushing their agenda, they're just living their lives. Yes. So I mean it's a lot of right free speech. We have a right to our free speech, and I feel like that kind of fall underneath that umbrella, you know. Um I really don't understand, like, out of all the things that is wrong with this country, like, why that? Or why these things? Or why, you know, like... Why have y'all fi fixed mass murders in school? Why is it that they're making uh, whiteboards where the, the teacher pulls out and it's supposed to have a door attached that she can close the door to it and it's supposed to be bulletproof? Like, why, are, why aren't you figuring out how to stop kids from getting killed in school? Why are you figuring trying to figure out how to stop gunners from getting on the street? Why are you trying to fix hunger that's going on in America? Why aren't you trying to fix the cost of rent, the price of rent? Guys, there's a lot more stuff in this that needs to be fixed. But instead, you're worried about drag queens reading to children. My you're upset exactly. about drag queens reading to children. And the thing about it is, you Republicans, none of y'all gonna take the time to go into a school and read to some children. So why is it wrong for a drag queen to go read to children? Like, these children gonna look at this drag queen like, bitch, I'm gay. Like, no, that's not how it works. I feel so. I don't know if you remember this or not because I'm older than you, way older. Yeah, yeah, you we're old. You old as hell. Oh, you older than Jesus. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, once upon a time, parents had to sign a waiver for their child to attend health class. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and still, some things I notice when I go through my um, twice um, a year paperwork for my kids in schools is a lot of waivers that they have, including like posting pictures of your child on a website or in a publication or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if they really that tight about it and the, like the drag queens were invited to come do this sort of thing, like, okay, have the parents sign a waiver if it's really that bad, but not force you know, people to say, no, you can't do this anymore because that's not right. You get what I'm saying? Right. So I just, I guess I don't understand any of that. And then sure. as far as them not being able to perform in public, like that's really, really stupid to me because then you need to ban everything and everybody. And then, but on top of that on TikTok, I had saw this woman, she took her kids to a drag show on purpose to figure out was it going to make her kids act any different. Her kids loved the drag queens. They had fun. They danced with the drag queens and everything. It's so a show. She said, this is very harmless. I don't understand what all the, the hoo-ha is about. And then on top of that, they made it seem like the drag queens showed up in full drag in the school. Like they went to the schools uninvited in full drag and said, bitch, I'm here to read to the children. And they didn't do that. Who decided that makeup was only for women? 
they're just like even like even with like straight men now you like you see a lot of them going to get their nails done and colorful colors and all these other kind of stuff like they go and get their nails and everything done and you see them doing that now like you see them wearing at least see them wearing makeup now like it's this one guy uh i seen online he uh because he he, he wears makeup in the morning because of you know i'm trying he's trying to cover up some stuff so he wears makeup and stuff he's a straight man that has a whole wife or has a whole skin routine where he get up in the morning and put on his makeup and stuff so i don't understand what the big deal is for a straight man to do these things but then when a gay man decides he wants to do these things it's wrong people on tv wear makeup all the time in movies right they wear makeup to yeah. news anchors news sports, yeah they are Wear makeup. Athletes, no matter what kind of athlete they are, they wear. Hell, the president, Donald Trump, has worn makeup. Like uh, everybody has, everybody wears makeup. Uh, if you're up at, of a certain status, you wearing makeups because you need to look a certain way. So I don't understand what's the big deal over these people wearing makeup and, and making money off of this as a living. Like this was their that's, that was their income, and now. These people don't have an income because now you don't took that away from them. these people were self-employed, paying their own taxes, not relying on the government or anything of these natures. But yet you took away their income. Like they were basically yeah. their they were basically their own company or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. And you That's took that away because some drag queens read to kids in a school. That was the final straw. <laughs> I guess that was the final straw. I just, I just don't understand. But let's rewind back to when George Bush was reading to them kids when 9-11 hit. <laughs> right. Y'all ain't mad about that. He probably had makeup on when he was doing that. <laughs> Y'all just saying. He had no makeup. It was, the, it was the stuck face for me when he was like, <laughs> it was a stare for me. Like, sir, did you forget how to read? Like, what's right. going on here? Hey, what's his name? Aaron Maven from uh Fox Six WISN Twelve, wherever the fuck one of the local news stations here. Hell, he went to go read this kid. You see them ugly ass boots he was wearing though when he was. I didn't see the boots. No. Oh my god, them boots was ugly as a motherfucker. <laughs> I said, why do y'all these big long ass boots read to these kids? But he gay as hell. But do you see anybody protesting against him reading to the kids? No, just because he's. Well, he 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 do seem kind of kind of feminine, but but since the, I guess he ain't in heels and and wig, have on a wig and heels and stuff, it was okay for him to read to the children. We can go on. We can go on. We can go on and on about this. Like we can talk about the discrimination between the different uh, departments uh, that in their tattoos. Mm, yeah, like. We can go into a whole list of things and colors of hair. Like, I couldn't have, I had to dye my hair color, even though they hired me with a certain hair color. And, oh, no, you can't have any tattoos showing. And I'm walking around in turtlenecks at work hot. Mm -hmm. But then, meanwhile, we have other departments walking around. They got whole neck, green hair. Full sleeves in all color, just walking around fine and dandy. And it's so crazy because the entity, the handbook and the entity said that each department can make its own rules, basically. So kind of like the government, right? You got your federal right. government, you got your state governments. And then each department, 
our department mainly was like, hey, y'all can't do this. Why? Right. How come they can do it, but we can't, and we're we're dealing with the same people? And now I can wear blue hair. Now my tips is blue, but now you they don't. I can walk around with my tattoos showing. They used to be on me about my tattoos showing on my arm and stuff. Like y'all doing too much. Nose piercings. Right. right. Put a you have to put a band aid. Like you want me to walk around with forty nine band aids on my face. And I feel like that's more distracting than actual tattoo or the. Pearson, now don't get me wrong. If you do have a tattoo that you know is distasteful, right, or some naked people or something like that, then I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get that part. Mm-hmm. But you know, I have a whole scripture on my arm and I had to cover it. But it's a Lutheran entity. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, just things that matter. I feel like it's all a matter of perception. I feel like people's perceptions change over time, you know, um, especially with the new generations. Things are much different with each generation. I do feel like because we still have um, parents, grandmothers, great grandparents that were brought up in these ages. Kind of some of that stuff is still kind of lingering around, Mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like rules and laws are needed. Um, to keep this country running, but I feel like when it comes down to like this little piddly stuff, I mm. feel like, like I said before, they are focusing on the wrong things. Like, I mean, half of the schools in our county, public schools, are terrible. I had a public school education and it was superb when I was coming up in the same community. Now they're terrible. You know, it's just they come, uh, these teachers are overwhelmed. Um, nobody wants to be a teacher anymore. Very small budgets. Very small budgets. Very small compensation. You know, and it's like not only are you trying to teach a classroom of thirty plus students, and everybody learns differently. You know, you're trying to come up with a teaching plan so everybody can succeed because this is your passion is teaching. And I, it's just like my senior year in high school, one of my classes, we had a total of 56 kids in one class. We, the classroom wasn't even big enough to hold 56 students. And that's what I'm saying. You know, this is not a lecture hall. This is not something elected that people say, oh, OK, when I know I go to this university, I'm possibly going to be sitting in a lecture hall of 300 plus students. You know, no, this is re- a requirement like you got to go through kindergarten through 12th grade. That's that's like a requirement. You're not going to get a job most of the time without that piece of paper, you know? So, like, why can we not make it, you know, the schools to be better? It's terrible. I feel like that's where it starts out, right there. Because I'm, you know, uh, who finna want to babysit 50-plus kids because they're not paying attention? You know, like no, like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody wants to do that. And they, there's the after school activities had dwindled. I don't know any kid that know how to play a musical instrument like that anymore. So music class don't get exist unless you go to like an art school. Yeah, an art school, or you got to pay for it out your pocket. Like it mm-hmm. came along with my education when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, just things of that matter. I don't really hear about field trips too much anymore. Nope. You know. So it, it's just really, really just, it's sad. 
it's really sad, you know? And then you, like, the economy sucks. So then it's like, if you want to put your kid in a private school, you got to pay for it, but how are you going to afford it? Exactly. That's one of the reasons why I feel like the school system is so bad because they let any and anyone and anybody open up a school. There have been so many unnecessary schools that it has opened that are not you no know, a, a public school. I feel like there needs to be a limit on how many private schools there are. Because one of the reasons why they feel like they don't have to put so much funding into public schools is just the simple fact that all the students are in private school. Like people are sending their kids to like private schools. So why are we putting all this money into MPS or public schools and stuff like that? Um, because I remember back in my day, which which as I got older, they stopped doing, but like we used to have schools where it was kindergarten through fifth grade. Yep. And then after that, you went through to another school, which was middle school, from sixth to eighth grade, which is just strictly sixth to eighth grade students. Also known as junior high. And you have junior high school. And then you had your ninth to twelfth grade for high schools. Now they have it where you can go to the same school from kindergarten all the way to twelfth grade. Like to me, I don't like that idea. That's a big no-no because I feel like you know, these kids who are 18 or 19, some 20, 21, still in high school, you have these adults doing adult things around children, mm -hmm. young children. So these younger children are seeing these adults do these adult things like like those are this shouldn't be mixed together. Like, no, mm -hmm. this is it should be mixed together. I, I, don't, I don't like that. I, I honestly do not like that whatsoever. So like, and I so feel like so like for school, me, my kids' school, my kids' school, everything was located in the same area, but they had different buildings for those age groups. So I like that idea. Like kindergarten, they had a kindergarten yeah. building. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, have but, a high school building. But think about like like Hawkins Street School. Like I think mm -hmm. they 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 went from kindergarten to twelfth grade. Now that's that's not made. Uh, that's not made for you know, to separate the students. So mm -hmm. like, for, like for me, I, 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 from, I went from a high school from sixth grade until I graduated high school. So I went to North Division. And like I said, when I was in, so I'm here in the sixth grade, but when I'm walking the halls or if I venture outside of the, you know, because it's basically like a little L-shaped area that was considered like the middle school area. Once you venture outside that area, you're around adults. So now I'm 12, 13 years old, every age you go into middle school, I'm around adults that's about to get hit, 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 hit adulthood and go into life. Mm -hmm. So now I'm watching these adults do shit that I probably shouldn't see them, shouldn't be seeing. I'm just saying. So it's like, it's like, it just shouldn't mix. Now, I feel like be one of the reasons why I have the maturity level that I do only good thing that came out of that was was the fact that I was around these older people so by the time I got to actual high school like high school grade I was like uh, a lot more mature for my age I should say like like considered com compared to the people who came from an elementary school or actual middle school coming into actual high school for their freshman year compared to somebody who's already been in a high school for three years already it's like the maturity level is a bit different. And I mean, just the transition of going to different environments is a good experience, too. True. 
You know, so that was the really big thing. You know, kids used to get excited. Oh, I'm going to get to go to a new school. You're going to be around different and new people, you know, different teachers, things like that. So just that transition, because, I mean, that's what life is about, right? Transitions. Oh. So they kind of rob the kids of that. But I believe just because of funding and lack of staff, that's why they kind of collapse junior high into the elementary level, you know, because they just really didn't have the manpower to have separate buildings. And it was really sad to see a lot of those historic buildings closed down in our city, you know, because they were older buildings, but they were iconic. You know, you grew up, what middle school did you go to? What did you, did you, Mm -hmm. or just like my middle school um, transitioned into a high school building. Morris went into Marshall. Why? It's really stupid to me. I didn't understand that. So something else, like you're saying, just the environment. Morris was a school of gifted and talented. Why would you put them in Marshall High School? Oh, and Marshall was a terrible school. That part. So none of that made sense to me. If you're going to put Morris somewhere, put them in King. Mm-hmm. Or Riverside. Or, you know, spread, spread these... I, it made absolutely no sense to me or even put them in John Muir because John Muir was considered a school of the gifted and talented. I mean, go to like, go to my ear, excuse me. And do you remember John Muir? Mm -hmm. So, you know, those were all schools for gifted and talented students. And I just, they all disappeared. So go to my ear is still around. Um, John Muir is not, um, Morris is it's called Morris Marshall, I think, or something like that now. But you just got these the students like I mean, they're just like Malcolm, like the Malcolm X Middle School. They added a high school to it, and then once they add the high school to it, a year later, they moved it into North Division and called it African American Immersion High School. <laughs> or how they put Lady Pitts inside a Custer. Exactly. Disasters. I like the small school feel. So, like, I went to a small school. So, what I mean by small school was we had probably 300 students or less. Mm -hmm. So, which means all of my classes at that time were no bigger than 22 students per class. Mm -hmm. So, the teachers had more time to give students individual help. Teachers Mm -hmm. had more time to pay attention to kids who wasn't paying attention. Uh, for the kids like me who got in trouble for not paying attention, be sitting in class talking a ribbon, and then get your whole go- entire government name yelled at, at yelled out at you, you know stuff like that. Like they have the time to invest in the kid future, which they don't have now. Um, oh my god, we almost, we already had our so to wrap things up. Uh, AT and T, I just want you to know that y'all full of shit. And y'all can kiss <laughs> my black ashy ass, and y'all have poor customer y'all. service. It's ashy as hell right now. They got they y'all got poor customer service. Any reason why y'all lying is still down in my backyard, and then got the nerve to text me today and tell me that the technician might not be able to come in my house due to COVID after you told me on the phone that oh it's something wrong with your your uh why your internet line. And the, the the technician might have to come in and check out your your modem and stuff. Really, but then you gonna see me a text message saying the technician can't come in the house probably due to COVID and all this other kind of stuff. What y'all? Sorry as hell, y'all y'all. The AT and T line is laying on top of my garage and laying on the, on my uh my my backyard ground right now. Oh, 
I, I saw a whole raccoon because it was just a raccoon up the uh, alley a few days ago. Almost ran him over and leave him one day because he he pulled somebody garbage out, bag garbage out, somebody garbage can was eating it. But that whole raccoon could come in my backyard right now and chew in that line. Boom, a whole house going up in flames. <laughs> I caught them on Saturday. I, I caught them Saturday, March 6th. I don't know. I think that was Saturday. I don't know. Today is March 14th. They still ain't came yet. That's Saturday. That's sad. Well, what, 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 whatever Saturday was, I don't know what the date was for Saturday. It was like it was probably the eighth or tenth. I don't know, but it's the fourteenth now, <laughs> and they still ain't. It's been a, it's been a whole week since that snowstorm that we had, and they still ain't came here yet. <laughs> Talking about they don't have enough technicians. They probably don't. That ain't my problem. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, though, I've seen technicians in the area working. So if you have technicians in the area working, why not just walk, knock out two birds with one stone? Like, oh, we got a house around the corner who says their line is down. Let us just go over there and get their line back up instead of wait, making people wait eight, nine days for you for y'all to come out here and fix the line. You would and think be, of an outage, they would just like a sign I mean, luckily, luckily my internet and stuff still work because i think we were trying to do the podcast thursday that's why i was having issues with my with the, uh, wi-fi so it's like come on now and like come fix the shit then i'm, I'm like then with the money y'all paying and stuff then she'll say well if the technician have to do any kind of repairs this, you're gonna have to pay I'm like, no i'm not i don't pay extra insurance money for me to have to pay for anything what they mean? They're gonna have to put that line back up. Exactly. Talking about well, if it's something that was uh if something needs to be repaired and it's not uh on ATT's side or something like that, like ATT's fault that you're gonna have to pay for it. Like what? First of all, you think I'm out there swinging from an electrical line? Like what do you think is going on here? I can't stay, I can't stand these people. I just can't. I'm starting, I'm tired of people. And they say and they lucky my internet still works. So I'll be calling them back every day, raising all kind of hell because I guess everything in my house run off the internet. Just like, like everybody else. Everything. I probably, probably would have been sitting in a lobby like, sir, you're gonna ma'am, you're gonna have to move remove your ski mask now. Because hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hell, my street, I like I can't watch TV without the internet. I can't do the podcast without the internet. I, I can't. I can't do. I can't hear microwave without the internet. Hell, everything runs through the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, but that being said, my final thought is the government is y'all a piece of shit. Y'all need to get y'all shit together, and y'all need to stop making all these anti-LGBT laws. And then y'all need to go to hell if y'all not down with that, because we got two words for you: suck it. My final thoughts are the same. Um, I really feel like that we need to go back and concentrate on some of the more um, important issues within within our country. Um, it's kind of boost the morale, think of more creative ways to boost our economy um, so we can get people spinning back into our country, you know, and just it's just a full circle. You know, you can't have a circle with missing um, pieces. You got to have one continuous thing going on. So if all parts are not working, none of it is going to work. And that's where we are right now. We just kind of stuck in limbo. And it's <laughs> get y'all shit together. Word. Uh, don't forget to head over to uh, HabitsNewYork.com and use code Anthony4 to receive 20% off your purchase. 
And then don't forget to head over to repsports.com to get a discount on all your good energy drinks and proteins, powders, and whatever muscle stuff, whatever whatever you need. Make sure you use code Martel1 for 5 five to 10% off. I don't know. It's either 5 or 10% that you get. It's one of the two that y'all get. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button for our subscription service. Subscribe to us on YouTube, too. We need some YouTube followers. Make sure y'all go subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure y'all subscribe to ours. Uh, or go on Spotify to get the... Um, the bonus content for under the subscription service, but that's gonna be coming out. Um, go subscribe. And uh, hey. thank y'all for tuning into this episode. My nose is itchy as hell. Thank y'all for tuning into this episode, the same cast, different day podcast. And we're gonna see y'all all on the first. No, no, we ain't. I don't know what Thursday is, but we see y'all on Thursday. Not the first. <laughs> What's going on? Peace. All right, we're gonna see y'all right now. Okay, we'll see y'all right now. <laughs>